Welcome to How I Work, a show about the tactics, hacks and rituals used by the world's most successful people to get so much out of their day. I'm your host, Dr. Amantha Imbert. I'm an organizational psychologist, the founder of behavioral science consultancy Inventium, and I'm obsessed with finding ways to optimize my workday. So today's episode is another one about how we can work from home more effectively. Uh, this episode will go live tomorrow and certainly in my country, Australia, I would say the majority of office workers are now working from home, which is very, very different to how things were even just three or four weeks ago. Now, before I get into today's tip to help you work more effectively from home, I wanted to let you know that if you are currently working from home and maybe feeling like your productivity is perhaps plummeting just a little bit, you might be interested to know that at Inventium, we are about to launch a program called Thriving at Home. So this is a five-week program that is full of science-backed tips and strategies to improve how well you work from home. And certainly various iterations and our most recent iteration of this program actually boosted productivity by 21% just in the course of a month and a half. Job satisfaction also increased as well by over 20% and general uh, general engagement and how, how good you're feeling about your work increased by 11%. So if you are feeling like you could do with a bit of a productivity boost, I will provide a link in the show note on how to get yourself enrolled for the Thriving at Home program. All right, let's get on with today's show. So one of the hardest things about working from home is that the hours and days can blend together. And because you're no longer seeing your colleagues face to face, the amount of emails you are receiving has probably doubled and phone and Zoom meetings have probably increased exponentially. It's easy for your day to feel like one long reactive slog and one where you don't feel like you're actually getting any work done. Unfortunately, most productivity advice for working from home fails to consider something that underlies its effectiveness, your personal chronotype. Working to your chronotype can help you take back control of your workday through structuring it based on your natural energy levels. So chronotype, in case you haven't heard that term before, refers to your natural 24-hour sleep-wake cycle, which ultimately influences the peaks and troughs of your energy throughout the day. Around one in every seven people are what chronotype researchers call larks. A lark is a morning person. They wake naturally and early, generally before 6am. Likes literally bounce out of bed like a human tigger and can be deeply irritating if you don't happen to be running on the same chronotype. And for me, I am most definitely a lark. At the other extreme are owls. Approximately one in every five people are owls. And as the name suggests, owls come to life at night. They get their best work done in the evening through to the wee hours of the morning. And unfortunately, standard office hours put owls at a distinct disadvantage. They are far from firing on all cylinders at 9am when 
All their co-workers are now starting to log into work and really hours only start to come to life as everyone is clocking off for the day. So for the rest of us that are neither bright-eyed and bushy-tailed in the morning nor burning the candle well into the night, we are middle birds. Middle birds tend to follow the same rhythms of a lark, but just delayed by a couple of hours. So larks and middle birds experience peak cognitive alertness in the two hours after they are fully awake, which for most of us is between the hours of 9 to 12. We then experience a dip after lunch, and then we get a second wind or a rebound in the late afternoon. Owls are pretty much the opposite. Now, you might be listening to this and think, ah, yes, I think I know what chronotype I am. If you do want to actually scientifically assess it using a validated tool, I will link to that in the show notes so you can just click there. But here's the thing. The key to being productive throughout the day is designing your homework day around your chronotype, which unfortunately most people don't do. So here are three ways that you can start to align your workday at home to your chronotype. So first, schedule deep work at your peak. Now, what I mean by this, in, uh, in his book, Deep Work, Georgetown University professor Cal Newport writes about two modes that knowledge workers can be in. The first type of work is deep work, defined as work that is cognitively demanding. And to do it well, it requires focus and a lack of interruptions, ideally for an hour, if not several. In contrast to deep work is the second type of work, shallow work. Work that falls into this category includes checking emails and instant messenger, Slack, making phone calls and administrative work, basically anything that's non-cognitively demanding. The problem with the way most people structure their workday is it tends to be random and sporadic. We flip mindlessly between shallow and deep work. So to turbocharge productivity when you're working from home, larks and middle birds need to schedule deep work before lunch. And ideally during this time, notifications that lure us into shallow work, including the news, need to be switched off. Owls, in contrast, get their best deep work done at night, which can be handy for parents during this time if you are like me and homeschooling, because this is when kids are fast asleep, hopefully. Okay, the second thing that you can do is you can schedule and ritualize deep work. So while the intent to engage in deep work when your energy is at its peak is fantastic, uh, but if you work in a company where co-workers control your diary, even the best of intentions can fall by the wayside. Rather than cross your fingers for a free morning or evening for hours, block deep work in your calendar. Deep work should be treated as a meeting with yourself that cannot be booked over by colleagues. At my behavioral science consultancy Inventium, which is populated by mostly larks and middle birds, the majority of the team have two to three hour meetings with themselves labelled as deep work almost every morning. Those times are respected by teammates and the majority of meetings, both internal and external, happen in the afternoon. The third and final thing that you can do is schedule shallow work for your dip. So when we hit our daily dip, which for all chronotypes tends to happen a bit after lunch, we often flounder around at work. We get stuck in our inbox or sit passively in meetings, whether that now be on the phone or via Zoom, feeling cognitively foggy. And then we often beat ourselves up for not firing on all cylinders at this time of day. So instead of fighting it, we need to proactively schedule shallow work for this time of day. The early afternoon is the perfect time to get stuck into your inbox and plow through emails. It's also a great time to check instant messenger or your Slack feed and return phone calls from the morning. So by scheduling shallow work for your dip, 
The time will not be wasted, but instead you'll be able to align your least cognitively demanding work with when your brain needs to take it a little bit easier. So by aligning the structure of your workday to your chronotype when you're working from home, not only when you get more done, you'll get to the end of the day feeling far more energized because you, you will have matched your activities to your biological rhythms. And for that, your brain will be truly thankful. That is it for today's show. If you have got co-workers or maybe just friends that you know who are also working from home and may be finding it a little bit of a struggle, why not share this episode with them? Uh, that would be totally awesome um, and will hopefully improve their workday as well. And as always, if you are liking how I work and getting some value from it, I would love it if you could take just five, 10 seconds to leave a review wherever you're listening to this podcast. You might want to click on a star rating or even write some lovely words. I read every single review and they honestly do bring a big smile uh, to my face. Um, and uh, that is lovely. So that is all for today and I will see you next time.